figure it. Not we don't always have to start with innuendo, right? So three, two, one, bang. Wrecked him, damn near killed him. Damn near killed him. I hardly know him. Oh, welcome everybody. Finally, finally, this is my second podcast this week. Uh finally, Dan and I, you know Dan, at my side, are sitting down to discuss all things Avengers Endgame. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we uh, we were going to do it, I think, the week after I came back from San Diego. So the movie had been out maybe three or four days at that time. But stuff and things happen, man. It just does. That's, that's the way shit is. Um, before we jump in into uh, all the nerdery, how are you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm tired. It's a busy, busy week. Damn sure is. Damn sure is. Um, on my, my Monday... Like, whoever's listening to this, today's Wednesday. The last episode of the podcast was caught on Monday, two days ago, with Steve. And I was wearing uh, I was wearing my Satan as a Woman shirt. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he texted me. He was like, it's it's so fucking awkward here. And you call me by my name. I was like, no, oh, it's not. <laughs> um, So I was wearing my Satan as a Woman shirt. And I don't just wear it because it's funny. I wear it because it happens to be true. Uh, today, I'm wearing a Dan special. Uh, for any of you watching on the YouTube or on the website, DanMitRooster.com, it says Dill Hole. Hot. That's a Dan designer right there. Um. <laughs> At the time we're recording this, uh, both our stores on TeePublic are 35% off. So I'm hoping to get this published and pushed out like a poop tonight. Uh, today nice. is uh, May the 15th, the year of our Lord Lemmy, of course, 2019. So I'm hoping to have this pushed out tonight. Um, but I think we've known the whole time we've had this in the works, it's going to go longer than a regulation episode. Yep. The movie itself is three hours. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Cracked. You know, um, there was no intermission, so I I am not above like peeing in a row of people because I ain't missing this. I waited what twelve years for this to see the, right. the penultimate battle of what was going to happen. Um, so there's a list of things we wanted to talk about and mm -hmm. uh, and diagram because one of the biggest what the shits was uh, basically the whole time travel aspect of it and not for nothing I want to say like six months ago Dan and I called this yep. there's going to be time travel involved there had to have been how else are they going to fix everything right Yeah. Uh, so Danny where did you want to start I wanted to start one of the things I loved about this movie I thought it was a nice homage to fans it was fan service yeah. in a good way but even down to the intro Marvel Studios thing Mm -hmm. They only showed the characters that weren't dusted. Yeah, like it just the it, was, it was very specific out. to who we're gonna see at least in the first act of the movie. Well, not the first half of the movie, right? Yeah, I, I, it's the little touches. I just I remember the first night I went opening night with our friend Beth, and we sat there front row in IMAX, which hurts the neck. It does. <laughs> But like we just kept like rubbing elbows, like hoo hoo, because <laughs> we were the same person. She's just the female me, just and less beard. Danielle, <laughs> you can call her yes. Beth all you want, but <laughs> well, we used to go with Kelly and make her sit between us, and then we just <laughs> hey, pass it down. <laughs> uh, I think they uh, opened it properly because um, we know what happened to Scott after Civil War with uh, Ant Man and the Wasp. But people yes. were asking, like, what happened to, to Hawkeye? Which mm -hmm. he's never been called in the movies, by the way. He was referred to as the Hawk the one time True. by uh, Professor Selvig. 
But that was yes. it. They never called him Hawkeye. So for him to call his daughter Hawkeye while they were practicing the archerying, right? That's uh-huh. a word. Um, I thought that was cool. Um, I think they started it off really well by using him because, like I said, everyone was wondering what happened to him after the events of Civil War when they were broken out of the raft. <clears throat> um, just so we're clear, Dan and I already know that this talking about all this stuff is going to hit us right in the feel hole because yeah. there there was a ton of it. Like, he's a dad, I'm a dad, you're a dad, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you listening, I mean, I'm a chick. No, you're still a dad. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I have spoken. Um, it's it's not like we didn't know, you know, because they're they're opening up with him and his family. You see the ankle monitor on yep. you know on his ankle, and uh, I'm thinking because Scott got what like two years flat or something like that. I'm thinking that because Clint uh, had more of an active role, that he got a longer sentence, which is fine. But he could leave his house. They were outside, obviously. Yeah, he um, probably had a little because it's farm, so he probably had yeah. like a mile radius, or right? Something. Um. So I think they started it with him because we all know what's about to happen to him. Yeah. You know, and, and as a parent, yeah. as he's panicking. Oh yeah, like, you can see like in like, his face before he said anything, you can see the panic set in his face. Mm-hmm. Well done, Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And I, I did like the, the nod of the ankle bracelet. I'm like, that's that was good. I'm glad it mm-hmm. started with Clint too. And it didn't start with Tony. Yeah. And but it did quickly go to Tony. Well, yeah, and it was a little <laughs> kind of montage, but I liked it. I liked the paper football scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was he was teaching. Uh, I was going to say Gamora, Nebula, Nebula. Because yeah. I mean, you got to like they're there. And uh, what was it like twenty twenty two days after the snap? Which is a nice nod to the number of films that have been done. Yeah, a lot of people didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, again, that was in the trailer, and I saw that in December, and I remember that because I was in Jamaica. Right, horrible phone service. It took like forever to download the trailer on my phone with with the the resort Wi-Fi, and I watched it. And the first person I texted was Dan. I was like, "Dude, <laughs> you got like I'm on vacation. I'm on a yep. tropical island." I texted, "Watch this trailer, send," <laughs> and we geeked the fuck out over it. And consensus between us was. That's the beginning of the movie you watch. And it was. It was Tony and uh Nebula. They didn't show Nebula in the in the trailer though. On the yeah. on the ship and uh was that the Milano? Maybe. I think it was. It might have been. Because Rocket was like, Don't mess up my ship. Yeah. And he, he called Captain. Like he you know, you gotta respect mm-hmm. the dibs. Um and he was sending the message to Pepper and all that stuff. And I said, We agreed, like in December, it's May now, we agreed that Watch you watch because Captain Marvel had come out after you know we we watched the trailer and uh, you watch he's gonna get saved by Captain Marvel and he and he was who else and is it possibly show. gonna be yeah you know what I mean there is a little plot hole though the post credit scene where she shows up at the Avengers HQ like how does that work with her finding them in space does she go there first that was after he has gone okay because she got the page on the pager on the beeper mm-hmm. right. Um, and I miss those because not for nothing, 50 bucks and you get uh, pages all year. So right. I'm guessing our tax dollars were paying for that for her you know, to keep her pager connected. Whatever. Think I don't about know. the long distance, though. I know. I know. <laughs> um, all right. So she found them, flew them back to Earth, and uh, and she landed. And, and this is another thing that Dan and I talked about. The first person that Tony comes in contact with is Steve, right? Yep. And then Pepper shows up. Let me tell you something. I know for a fact Kelly would have pushed Captain fucking America mm-hmm. out of the way to get to Dan. 
<laughs> All right? I know herself would have tripped Captain America to get to me when I'm coming down that ramp. I don't want to hear any of that shit. So the first, I was like, man, listen. <laughs> the first thing I right. said, man, listen. Pepper ain't about that life. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, we see uh, they, they, I think that was CG, right? How they how they made Tony look like all emaciated and stuff. He looked really thin, yeah. He did. Really it might have been. It's better than the, the chest prosthetic in Iron Man 1, remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and he gets off the ship and, and they go in, I was going to say in the house. They go into HQ and I guess a little time passes. And then you see Tony like really lose his shit. Like he went off. He's very bitter mm-hmm, with Cap. Mm-hmm. And I and think this is the first time because they didn't see each other the whole time in Infinity War, did they? Nope. Right. Because nope. Tony Cause had had the said, flip like, phone I on him. You. Yes. He's like, I needed you. You weren't there. You weren't there. Yeah. Like, why do I have your number? Yeah. Um, I think Cap handled it very well. <laughs> I think he did. He's like, bruh. <laughs> While you were up there, him. fuck you think I was doing down here. Right. I'd have gave him the whole rundown of Wakanda and everything. But Cap's not as petty as me. It must be that yeah. Brooklyn shit because I'm from Queens. We're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about that too. <laughs> um, Yeah, Tony goes off the rails and then uh, and then it, it, it fades to black and then it says five. Right? I'm thinking like five months or something. And then it goes later, and the middle is left out. I'm like, yeah, it's like five, five months, five, you know, like five weeks or some shit. Five years later, didn't they go to Thanos though before that? Because Tony collapsed. Yes, the game is sedative, and then Nebula's like, I know where he is. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. They, and Rooster, or uh, not Rooster, that would be me. Rocket, <laughs> that would be me. Rocket was like, we another power surge. Oh, they that's right. I'm skipping the whole snapped. fucking part of the movie. Thor was there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was. He, he he looked like he was about to drop a, a fire uh, mixtape. Then they got the yeah. they got the plan. Like, all right, let's go there. We yeah. go, you know, clean him up. And this time, Thor did aim for the head. All that good stuff. And then every, everybody looks at him like, dude, <laughs> what'd you do? <laughs> what did you do? I went for the head. And then he wandered well, off. Yeah, thanks, guy. Yeah, and then he, he fucked off and became Big Lebowski. We're going to talk about that, too. Um, <laughs> um, and then... At that point, when it faded to black, we're like, in the theater, we're like, oh, I guess we're... Are we done? Yeah, like, um, I thought they said three hours. I don't... I don't yeah. know. That was the end of the movie. Um, I was like... But then after that, you know, they went uh, back to Earth and everybody. And then it's five years later, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Steve has his support group, which I think is a nice throwback to the Winter Soldier movie. Because when we first meet Sam, he's doing a support group for uh, veterans. Yeah. And he tried to get Steve involved. Um, well, Joe Russo was in the group, too. One of the directors. He was. Yep. Which I like. one talking about his husband. Had, they had one of the two Russos. One of them got snapped. Yeah. He was talking about his husband. Yeah. Um... So I think that was a nice little throwback. Uh, we see Natasha's hair all grown out because you know it's been five years. We see like what's been going on, um, and then what happened? Well, Black Widow was very yeah wanted any kind of action. So um, yeah, th- they mentioned the earthquake, and she's like, "What do we do about it?" She's like, "It's an earthquake. We do it's nothing. it's an underwater earthquake. We do nothing." Could Would that you? be Namor? I was just gonna say Namor. We're right there, dude. We're right there with yep. it. Yep, we are right there with it. Because if I, I think it was Iron Man two, mm-hmm. 
there was a there was a board up of potential like superhuman locations, and one of them was on Africa. So that's clearly Wakanda. We got the yep. the Black Panther movie, and there was one right in the middle of the ocean off Africa. Why not? Yep. Why not? Um, especially if they're going to do like any Illuminati stuff, because now they they have all the properties. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's what's the what's the lady's name? The African lady. I feel bad. I can't think of her name. Baldy. We're gonna go with Baldy. That's her name. Bald lady. Yeah. Fight me in the comments. Okay. Fight me yeah. in the comments. <laughs> um. So they're all talking like, all right. Well, well, what do we do? And and like you said, Black Widow was just looking for any kind of action. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um. And then they cut to to Clint, who's they never officially called him Ronin. Right. But for anyone but that reads his comics, he went all Ronin. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I don't know how many people were under the impression that Thanos snapped away bad people. He only snapped away half. That includes people's dogs and cats and shit. You know what I mean? So there were still bad people around. And um, I guess his way of, uh, I guess, cleaning up the world was, was to just go take him out. And that's what he was doing uh, when when Natasha found him. Yeah. And the actor that played the the head of the Yakuza, Yakuza, he was in Last Samurai. Last Samurai. Yeah. Yep. And Lost, I think. Wasn't that guy Korean? He was like a relative to him, I think. He was in okay. Only one of them's really Japanese though. Yeah. Uh so by happenstance we come across this lucky rat that it, Now I want to know because at the end of Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? The mm-hmm. the van was on a rooftop, on a garage rooftop. And Hank and his wife and hope they all got snapped, right? Right. Who the fuck found the van? And who put it in storage? Who has the like time to yard? do that with all this crisis going on? Anyway, they put the van in storage. Luis's van. Did you notice the 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 locker number, the storage unit number? I did at the time. Six one six. Yes, that's our Earth universe. Six one six. Yep. That's our. For those of you that don't know, you know, Dan and I, we got our nerd shit turned up. So as soon as I saw, it, I was like, every time I would see something that I know no one else would understand, I go, huh. <laughs> I would make this like smug noise, like hmm. <laughs> uh, so this lucky rat is walking on a control panel in Luis's van uh, that's in storage, and who knows who put it there? And apparently presses the exact button combination that you need to get Scott out of the quantum realm. Yeah. Um, how come he didn't fly headfirst into anything? He kind of came out sideways, and then landed on that football beanbag chair. Yes. Whose football beanbag chair was that? Like whose Lewis's? other stuff was that? Lewis's maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Um quick question before we go on. Did uh Lewis and Dave and uh and uh what's I forgot to do his name, Baba Yaga. That's that's not his name, but you know. Did they yeah. get snapped too? My my so my guess is one of them didn't. And one of them probably moved put all the, the stuff in storage unit. It might have been Dave, because Dave is the driver. Yeah. That's what I'm I figuring. Uh so he he's out of the quantum realm, right? He has no idea what's going on. Um, he goes, first thing, I would do it. Dan would do it. Go look for your family. Because you don't, yep. like, he doesn't know it's been five years, obviously. Yeah. Um, so he comes out, he, he sees all the, the posters and stuff, like, missing and stuff like that. And then he goes to the house. And this, like, the, the thing with Hawkeye in the beginning, that hit me in my feel, right? Yep. But we didn't really, I didn't, at least, get, like, an, an emotional attachment to his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, all right, cool. Oh, he has a family. They're hidden thanks to Nick Fury and Shield. You know, he hides their family away and all that good stuff. I didn't really get an emotional attachment to them. But Cassie, yep, 
She's a full grown. She's an adult. What was she like fifteen at the time? Sixteen, something like that. Yeah, we've had two movies of her as a kid, so we've yeah. gotten to know her. Right. Um, we know what she's like. We know what her relationship with her dad is like. Talking about Scott, right? Mm-hmm. And then like and. It's like you know, because we, the audience, know it's been five years, right? Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be Cassie or her mom or or the cop dude, right? Right. Um, like, if it was the cop, I'd have seen him with, like, a great big beard looking all disheveled and shit because maybe Cassie's mom got snapped or something like that. Yeah. But they weren't there, mm-hmm. uh, either of them. And then, like, you see this this woman, right, this whammon, like, poke her head out, and then you hear, Dad? I, the first lump in my throat, I was like, God damn. Yep. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And and I think Paul Rudd, who's known as a comedian, he's a really funny guy. I think he did it really well. Like yeah. he he like I think his his face and my face matched. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Um. And I was told by a buddy of mine, Josh Soleil. Shout out to Josh. He works for uh for Marvel. He was at the premiere in L.A. Right. So I text him. I was like, without any spoilers, how was it? And he texts me right back, dude. Nobody's ready for this movie. And this is then. Then right. two days later, I'm in San Diego. I went and watched it. I texted him right back after the three hours. I was like, "Bro, you weren't lying. No. <laughs> you were not lying. Nobody's ready for this movie." Um, yeah. so I guess he he gets the long and short of it from Cassie, right? Because before yeah. that, he had no idea what happened. Yep. So they must have so talked for and while. Was the HQ then? Yeah. And they thought it was old footage, like or at least yes, Cap like when he's ringing the footage. bell and stuff. Yeah. And Natasha's like, "No, that's that's the front door." That's yeah. That's no. Like he came in and he wanted. He just took a Natasha sandwich. <laughs> it's just I mean, listen, Scott. When you're hungry, you know. He'd been in the quantum realm for <laughs> five hours. Did he say five hours? He said because she said, "Well, it's been five years." And yeah. he's like, "Well, for me, it's been five hours." Did he say? I think okay. Maybe yeah. in the comments we'll get a confirmation if it was hours or I want to. Say, it wasn't minutes. It couldn't have been minutes. Maybe it was no, hours. I, I don't he know. Said, he said hours. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, you've seen it twice, so yeah. Um. Now, but when, the when thing, is uh, when is his idea pop up? He start, They start talking about it there, and then that's when they decide to go to Tony. Yes, and, and that's a guy. Yeah, when Tony's out, it goes to get Morgan, and that's the lump I got. I'm like, oh, yeah, because by now Tony's retired, retired, right? He's mm-hmm. off the grid in a house, a cabin in the woods. Him, Pepper. And uh, his his new daughter, Morgan Fairchild Stark. Her, her middle name isn't Fairchild. I just made that up. I just made that up. Maybe it's Freeman. Morgan Freeman Stark. <laughs> it's not like Robert Downey Jr. is going to listen to this episode anyway. Maybe. <clears throat> we don't know. Um, so I want to say this is maybe 45 minutes in, something like that. So by this point, we've seen just about everybody... Um, what happened, and then five years later, and we see them, uh, you know, one after the other, how they've been coping in yeah, in the last five years. There's like one or two we hadn't gotten to yet, but we get to them shortly. Right. After. No, we do. Yeah, like like the conversation with Tony leads to the other two. Yeah, and and I think after all this time, um, I think we see the biggest change in in Tony's character from Iron Man one mm-hmm. to now. Um, if this was as recent as the the events of the first Avengers movie, he would saddle up like, okay, let's go. Yep. But now um, he's got way more to lose. Aside from Spider Man, son of a bitch. <laughs> but that gets him though when he's doing the dishes. It does. It does. He messes um, with the 
the sprayer and he hits the picture. Cause, and then he goes and starts working on it. Yeah. I mean, by working, you mean like, oh, he has a brain fart. Oh, I figured out time travel. Right. Um. So, like, he he basically tells them, guys, good luck, but I'm out. He basically yeah. dragons den them. All right. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm out. Because he thinks about, you know, Pepper and uh, Morgan Freeman Stark. <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman, Arya Stark, you know. <laughs> Uh, he thinks about you know what what he stands to lose now as he's already lost so much. Like right. Spider Man, it's a, it's PTSD ish. It it like not for nothing. If any one of that whole team, aside from Thor, because he's been fighting for fifteen hundred years, yep, earned their PTSD symptomology. Because I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's that man. Yep. Um. And then yeah, he, you know he's doing the dishes and all that stuff. And then I love you three thousand and all that shit. I was like, God damn. Which apparently he and his in real life, Rob Downey Jr. His family they say that. Do they? So the Russos adopted it. Like, well, who's gonna that? who's gonna tell mile long catalog Robert Downey Jr. No, we can't put this in our movie because all he well, has to say to. is, Yeah, I'm not Iron Man anymore. Eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna say? You know, eat a dill hole. You know what I mean? Um. So then there's all that, and and I think that, like, you know, we see them when, when we first meet Morgan Fairchild, uh, Freeman, Arya mm-hmm. Stark. But then when, like, he's reading the story and all that stuff, like, we see the connection between the two of them. Yeah. Right? Um, And then, like you said, he's doing the dishes, and something, you know, like, it sprays, and it hits a picture of him and Peter posing for the uh, the Stark internship. Yep. Which was a, a complete work anyway, but they took the picture, I guess, to give to May, right? And, like, I'm wondering where that picture was. Like, who put it there? Right? Because if, yeah. if he's so down about it, and I'm not saying he's not, did he put the picture there? Um, why Pepper. why was it behind stuff on, on that shelf? Like, why was it there? Why isn't it on your mantle or something? You know what I mean? Something like that. Why is it in the kitchen above the sink? My guess is May <laughs> or Pepper gave it to him, yeah. and he put it up in the back. Like I'm, I'm presuming that May didn't get snapped. Same. Like I don't, I don't know, but I'm presuming mm-hmm. she didn't. Even though we didn't hear from her, uh, we didn't even see her until the end. Yeah. Um. So he saw that, and and he got uh, the flashbacks and stuff, and and he feels completely, utterly, one hundred percent responsible for what happened to Peter. Yeah. And I'm with him on that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you, you gotta own it. You know. Um. So I think that's another reason he didn't want to put his his new family in danger because when he was in charge of Peter's safety, he blew it. Yep. And like I don't think he could handle that again. Like one more time, like nah, I don't have another one in me. He basically goes to Pepper and Pepper says you have to. Yeah. She Pepper's like, fuck you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you sat here with me, stupid? You know. Yeah. Did Happy get snapped? I don't know. I don't think he did. I don't think he did, only because it seems like we're skipping around, but it seems like at the end, like he already had uh, a, a relationship yeah, yeah. with Morgan Fairchild, Arya Sansa, Rob King of the North Stark. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this going as long as I can. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, so, Bing Bang Boom, he invents time travel. Not invents it; he perfects it. Yeah. Because this was already a theory that Scott was talking about. A GPS watch. Like a guidance system. Why not? Why not? Um, who made is, is that a <laughs> is that an Omega? Is that a Rolex? Like I don't it might know. Be. Um, two L's. 
So he makes he, he creates that. Mm-hmm. Um, but while while they're doing that, right? Their their plan B, and I don't mean our friend Brian, um, <laughs> was to go to somebody like, well, who knows more than Tony, right? Yeah. And this is uh, for me as uh, a source material purist, mm-hmm. a bit of a letdown. I liked the nod to Professor Hulk. I liked Professor right. Hulk. I wish we would have seen it. Yes. Because he, like he talks montage. about it. Yeah, something. So, like like Marvel doesn't do montages. We already had Tony and Nebula doing the montage in the spaceship. Something. Something, yeah. right? Um, I think it was a cool little addition. Again, they didn't refer to him as Professor Hulk, but again, Dan and I's nerdery. It was another one of those things. I sat in the theater and I went, huh. <laughs> oh, friend, okay. Danielle, Beth. Professor Hulk! I got it. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you whispering fast? <laughs> yeah, right. So they can't hear me slowly. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, so yeah, this, they, they bring him in, but he admits it, it's above his pay grade. Yeah, he's um, a, he's a gamma dude. We all know that. It's not like we didn't know that. I went duh, right. which comes <laughs> into play later. Yes. Um. So they they tried. He was there. They're trying to work on it. That's right. That was when they had Scott go back they tested with yeah. scott so they had and they made him old they made him young kid. they made him a baby, baby. And, and then, then when he came back normal again he said somebody pooped my pants <laughs> might have been old me or young me yeah or but, me me or me me but somebody pooped my pants <laughs> and then Hulk, time travel oh yay yay <laughs> I mean, I'd have done the same shit because you know why? It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Better you than me. You know what I mean? And um, then, that, then we had the reconciliation scene. That this is the scene for me. Where you know with Tony and, and Cap, you mean? Yep. Ooh, power goes aside. Power. Tony pulls up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he opens the trunk and gives him the shield. I was like, Squee! yeah, that's the one he was working on. So here you you're gonna want that. What um what did he say before Morgan does something to it? It turns into a sled. Yes. And then and he told him not to show it around because he didn't bring one for everybody. Yeah. Always always a little quips with uh yeah. with Tony. Yeah. <clears throat> and I I think they did that um that reconnection between the two of them properly mm-hmm. because it's 2019 and apparently it's not cool to be macho anymore. But those two handle it like men. Yep. Okay. Fuck what you heard. Fight me in the comments. I don't give a shit. <laughs> they handle it like men. Yep. Okay. Um, the women got their bit. We'll talk about that too. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but we'll get into it. Um, yeah. So then here, hey, uh, uh, I figured out time travel. Like it's hard, you know, basically gave yeah. them uh, all their watches and stuff. I want to know how much time it took between Hulk's testing with Scott. And when Tony came in and perfected it, because they had to, like, they had to make the suits. Right. You know, they had to formulate the game plan. They had to come to find out where uh, the stones were in the time stream. I think they knew where all of them were except the, the soul stone. But they had the taco. So I, I feel like they worked in the suit when Hulk and Rocket went to get Thor. Okay. Because they came back. Oh, wait, no, because... They might have been because I mean at the time they were putting the team together. So Natasha went to go find Clint, right? Um, so so she found him in Japan. Then. 
Yeah, they're, they're probably, you know, like, in uh, in Tony's 3D printer or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, I mean, that, because I, at the time, again, I don't think uh, Natasha and Clint had seen each other since the events right. of Civil War. They're still homies, though, right? Yeah. Um, and then you got Hulk and Rocket, like you said, in the back of that truck, scraping the tailgate <laughs> all the way down the road, right? Um, it was amazing. Where, where was that? Norway. Okay. So they, they called it New Asgard. It was the town where Red Skull went in the beginning of Captain America. Really? Where he found the Tesseract? Mm -hmm. I did not know that. It was also the town that Odin defeated the Frostwalkers? Giants? Maybe. Like a thousand years ago. The Frost Giants? Sure. Okay. I don't know. Now, I think that was a nice little nod to the Siege storyline in the comics. Mm -hmm. um, Because Asgard itself settled down in, I want to say, Brockton, Oklahoma? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm wrong, fight me in the comments. Um, but they settled down in some American city, and that was... Uh, they didn't call it New Asgard. They still call it Asgard. Um, but I, th- I think that was a nice little nod. And Valkyrie was there. She was, you know, talking to people, and they went and found Thor, uh, who, who'd had a bit to drink um, in the last few years. The Anyone watching the video on YouTube or on the website, dammitrooster.com, all that behind Dan is beer, Okay. Um, he makes the stuff. He's he's known for bewing, like uh, at a brewery. But Thor would go at that probably daily. So you see him and Korg and Meek in the house on top of the hill playing fucking Fortnite on PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Noob Master sixty nine. I uh, shout out to Noob Master sixty nine. <laughs> um, so the, the fat Thor thing was spoiled for me, <laughs> and I remember being pissed. But then seeing it, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's he's not dealing with everything that right. happened well. Yeah, and that resonated for me. Yeah, um, because Thor, what people don't realize is that he's he's always used to winning. He's yep. always used to using brute strength and winning. Right, even in in the first movie. All that strength didn't do anything for him. His father was trying to teach him humility, and he learned it. Um, but his his whole thing is, like, when he's put in a leadership position, he feels the pressure. You know what I mean? And um, I think he takes the whole burden of the snap onto himself. Had he gone for the head, we wouldn't have Avengers Endgame. It would be story over. You know what I mean? Um He he couldn't protect Heimdall. He couldn't protect Loki. You know what I mean? He's like he 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 takes on the leadership role, and the the pressure and and the weight of it. Well, they say heavy is the head that wears the crown. That man's head was heavy. You know what I mean? Because he as much and in in the in the first Thor movie, he wanted to become king of Asgard. We find out through three movies that he wasn't worthy of it until he learned all these life lessons. Now that it's been thrust upon him. Um, I think he feels that he failed. And... Put me back into the audio. What? what? Put me back in, in Discord. Put me in AFK. Oh. Why? That was weird. Because I apparently went AFK. But you you didn't. I know. Okay. Sorry. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Um, now that the, the leaders... You were hearing me though, right? Yeah, I heard okay, you. Okay, so like um, the leadership role that was thrust on him I think he felt the pressure and 
he could have avoided the snap, I feel. He could have avoided the snap just by going for the head, like Thanos said. And and I feel that he takes personal responsibility for what happened. Um, yeah. So like many people, uh, they don't call it that, but those, those are signs of depression. <laughs> because it's a kid's movie. It's a Disney movie. I get it. Um, the, he, he Substance abuse, it was there. Like that's what it was. Yeah. Like we, they, they've always used Thor's drinking as like a, a joking point, right? Like uh, with Doctor Strange in the beginning right. of Ragnarok, you know, yeah, like that. I have a mug that size. I, I wish it filled up with water that fast. <laughs> um, but he went like off the rails at this point, right? Yeah. And he, he, after Ragnarok, think like you think about it, like say the lost Asgard, mm-hmm. they get attacked. Like it just, it, he had a bad a few months, I guess. It just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah. Like so I, I feel died. like he took uh, personal responsibility for that. And I think uh, he did. Yeah. Well, anyway, they it's, got him, right? Yeah. I, well, some people got upset that they felt they were making fun of PTSD with him. I don't think they were. No, I think that they were. They used his physical. Like I said, they used his physical appearance to show that. Uh, and I think I've been a victim of this. No matter how strong you are, mm-hmm. you don't know how strong you can be until it's all you got. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and the, the problem with, and this this was used as a joke, but being the strongest Avenger, uh, when everybody sees you as so strong, nobody ever asks you how you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this, this, this is Thor we're talking about. He's going to be fine, dude. Right. Nobody ever asks him how he is. Right. Um. But they eventually eventually talk him back into it, right? He puts on the shades and the you know the dude sweater, and and I think it's hilarious. And this is a bit of meta. This is what I wanted to mention to you. I mentioned at the end of the last episode with Steve, and I wanted to mention this to you. Uh, as soon as Tony sees him, what does he call him? Lebowski. In reference to the big Lebowski, right? Classic. Right. Was it like 1998? Classic movie. Yeah. Um, the dude played by and very well, I might add, by Jeff Bridges. Right, so that there's, there's a reference to that. Who also plays Obadiah Stane, In the the bad guy from Iron Man One. Are we saying that the dude is now Marvel canon? I think we have to. <laughs> there's a bit of meta right there, folks. That's what that is. As soon as he called him that, it was one of those. I was like, that was another one. I went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um. So they get everybody right. Uh, we're going to come back to, to Thor, uh, you know, toward the end, too, because yeah. I think, it, um, again, that resonated most with me because I've been there. Substance abuse and all that, I've been there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think that resonated with me the most. Um, so they get the team back together. They put the band back together, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and they formulate this plan. And then they they got to test it, right? So they use uh, Clint. Clint volunteers as tribute. Because Scott's too scared. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. Well, especially because he messes up. He's like, we have enough for two one tests. Trip each two, and trips. two tests. Yeah, two tests. And then, whoosh, whoosh, uh, one test. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, guy. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so Clint goes back to. Where did he go? Home. Home, yeah. But, like, when. It was before the snap, obviously. Yeah. Um, he picks up. Did they actually and, say. They didn't say a date. Well, I mean, it was before, before the snap. The snap. Yeah. It could have been the day before the snap because True. his daughter that runs to the door when she hears his voice didn't look any younger than yeah. in the beginning of the movie. So it might have been like 
the day of, like that morning or the day before. Mm, yeah. So he sees this mitt, this baseball mitt, and he uh, he picks it up. And this this is what starts the whole timey wimey stuff. Any Doctor Who yep. fans out there, raise your hand in the chat. In the chat. In the in the comments. <clears throat> so then they what did they say? He, they gave him it was like ten seconds in real time. Yeah. But he had I think ten minutes or something like that. It was something. it was like a metric conversion or whatever. Um. So he was about to make eye contact with his daughter and then. Bang, he's back with us, but he's still holding the mitt in his hand. Yep, he's like, it worked. That's a tangent. Yeah, that's a new timeline. Um, And the whole time they were explaining, and they use all, I don't know about Dan, but all of my favorite time travel movies. Back yes. to the Future, Time Cop, all of that good stuff, right? <laughs> and they, they tried to, to go with why those movie time travel rules are not the time travel rules. Right. These time travel rules that we're about to spit right now, these are right the time now. travel this rules. Is what, this is so basically, works. you cannot change the past. To the point even where Scott's like, Back to the Future is bullshit. <laughs> I got mad, because Back to the Future 2 is one of my favorite movies ever. Same. Same. <laughs> even though now we're in the future compared yep. to that. But whatever, it's, it's timey-wimey. Um, <laughs> so they, they were basically trying to explain, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you cannot change the past, no matter what you do. Right. So Because that, what they said was, if you go back to the past, that's now your future. Right. So basically, uh, the whole plot device behind Back to the Future 2 nullified Back to the Future 1. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, fuck me, right? Fuck my whole childhood. <laughs> so like, oh, <laughs> shit. And I didn't think about this until I was sat in that theater. I was like, wait a yep. minute. Yep. They didn't need two more movies, you know. Um I did like the the scenes or the montage scene. I call it a montage where they're talking about the stones. Mm-hmm. And again, Thor is very out of it and he kind of rambles on about his mom dying and Jane yeah. and and they're like, "All right, you're done, big guy. You're done." Yeah. But like, hey, they're trying to figure go. out they're trying to figure out where to go to get the stones. And I think it was Black Widow was like, "What if we went to a place or three stones were there. Right. To minimize, minimize the trips. She is the smart one. She is. So. So, the, yeah, they figure out their plan. They divide up into three teams. Yep. Right? There were six of them total, yeah. Yeah. It was Rocket and Thor, Natasha and Clint, Hulk, Cap and Iron Man. Because and, they, and where they were going, there was, I think, two or three stones in one spot. Yeah, it was Avengers 1, so 2012. Yeah. And they had Ant-Man with them, too. Yes. Was Hulk with them? Yeah, Hulk went to... Uh, That's right. Doctor Strange's house. That's went right. Went to Bleecker Street. I liked when they... You know, they I've been there. It doesn't really? look like that. It doesn't look like the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dang it. It does not look like the Sanctum Sanctorum. I'm going to cross that off my list then for whenever. Like, son of a bitch. Well, I ain't going there now. Benedict Cumberbatch does not live there. Man. <clears throat> Dreams ruined. Okay, so there's these three teams doing yep. what they're doing. We're going to break them down one at a time. Uh, are we yep. using the diagram? We can. Uh, I'm pulling it up so I can see it. Burp, burp. Pulling it up, so he the, says. So the branch timeline one, that's when Warhammer... Nebula, Clint, and Natasha go back. 
2014. He means War Machine. What? You said Warhammer. Warhammer, sorry. War Machine. War Machine. Bad. I'm a bad nerd. It's okay. It's all right. It happens. To they go to get to get the stone before Peter does, or to yeah. stop him. And then they split off, and they sent Clint and Natasha to Vormir. Yeah. So they take the car and they leave. Yeah. They just have the pod there. Yeah. And I forget the name I of the planet, but it started with an M, I think. Yeah. But this is where. And there's the awkward I, silence. Like I know, I know the name. But I do. It leaves my head right now. Watch it come to me later. I'm just going to yell it out. Don't worry. Just spot it out. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they get the stone from, from Peter. And I call Peter Quill. Mm. Not not Peter we're sad about. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. I like but the then, way they did it because they basically played the intro to Guardians of the Galaxy from another point of view. Yes. Like he had the headphones on. He was dancing, doing, you know, singing into the creature and all that. But we're watching it from behind a rock where War Machine and Nebula are. War Machine's like, so he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Nebula doesn't even break eye contact. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. But, like, the part I didn't see coming, I didn't see how they were going to involve Thanos again. I didn't yeah. think of the Nebula, the two Nebulas being linked. Ne- Nebulae? Nebulae? Nebulies? Nebulaes? That's French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I no, I didn't see that. Because, like, yeah. you, your brain tells you, like, yeah, you know that there's a past version of Thanos and crew in this timeline. But, you like, in the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, we don't know where they are. Right. So, who knows what? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, they get the, the Power Stone. Mm-hmm. They go to leave. And Nebula can't leave. Right. Because she's, like, paralyzed. Yeah, she gets her brain attack. Yeah. She tries to warn everybody, but then Thanos by then is there. Yeah. Different timeline. Now, I want to know what kind of Wi-Fi they had that connected the two nebulae. Like, how did that even work? It's a hell of a router. Must be. It must be. Because, like, it... Like, all right, I get it. She's mostly robotic. There's two of them from different timelines in the same place at the same time. I get it. I understand that. Yeah. But... Like, you couldn't just change your IP address or some shit before you go, dude? Like, I don't know how it works. I'm not from there. But, do you well, know, like, explain it, like, a little bit. Yeah. Something. They just like, yeah, but there's another... Yeah. There's another consciousness, but it's not this one. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for fucking nothing. Right. <laughs> thanks for nothing. So that adds to the plot right there, because now we're dealing with past Thanos. Right. Not newly defeated Thanos. Yeah. Pre snap he, he watches the DVDs in her head. Yeah. Like, he gets caught up. He does. He he basically got spoilers, is what he got. Yeah. Son of a bitch. That's cheating. And before they got 2019, 2023 yeah. Nebula, she tries to contact Clint and Natasha. On Vormir, yeah. Yeah. Because they were almost there. And they obviously were out of the ship or out of range. Stupid and then router. We had the dumb, <laughs> Stu- right? Stupid brain router. She needs like tinfoil. So then you had the. I, so it cuts to them too. Yeah. And like the friend fight. Yeah. Like you can see it coming a mile away. No, yeah. 
Um, and we were talking about this before before we actually cut the microphones on. Um, I think the only person of the whole 2023 group that knew somebody had to physically die to get the Soul Stone mm -hmm. was Nebula. Um, but also, at the time, she knew that uh, Thanos killed Gamora, right? Mm -hmm. But maybe she doesn't know, like, like why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, he, he threw her off the cliff so that he could sacrifice what he loved and got the Soul Stone. She probably didn't yeah. know all that. I think she knew he had to kill her, or he killed her to get... Yeah. Like, they went... He came back. Only he came back. And he had the stone, yeah. Yeah. Because she said it in uh, Infinity War. Mm -hmm. Like, he came back with the soul stone. Yeah. So I guess she did that kind of math. Yeah. But, like, not to the extent. So we see the two most human characters. The two most human. It could have been Cap. It could have been... Uh, why not send Hulk over there? I, I think originally I thought it was going to be Cap and Tony. Ooh. Like, one of them has to sacrifice. Like, that's... Where I thought it was going to go. So I didn't expect these two. But people. I think Cap would have survived it, though. <laughs> he would have landed like, what now? Uh, uh, yeah, do we get the stone? All right, we're going home. That would have been it. <laughs> yep. That would have been it. Um, so they sent the two most human members of the team. They don't really have any powers. They're just really accurate. And one yeah. of them's incredibly hot. That's right, Jeremy Renner. I'm looking right at you. That's not at all what I mean. <laughs> That's not at all what I mean. <laughs> He's not listening to this. <laughs> Maybe Scarlet is. Maybe Scarlet is. Is she now? Oh. Um. So, like you said, you you could see the friend fight a mile away. Yeah. When they come to the realization, like, oh shit, one of us got to go. One yeah, of us is not going to be in phase four. <laughs> yeah. And Runner's like, obviously, we're not thinking of the same person here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. A little bit, I think, selfish on his side because this whole plan was made to undo what was done. That's what right. got him on board. Yeah. And then the this first thing family. you want to do is like, all right, you know what? I didn't like my family anyway. Bring them back. Tell them daddy loved them. Right. Bye. <laughs> it's like, what goes through things. your head there? Right. I did some bad things. Right. But didn't they both? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think they did that really well too, because they were both like traveling down the cliff at the same time, and and all the uh, all the special kung fu that they used on one another. I think all she had to do was just uh, exclamation DPM. <laughs> That's it, and and he'd have been okay. You win, drop the bitch. I'd have been mad enough just to drop her. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't I wouldn't have yeah. let her go by accident. Like, oh, you know what? Okay, that's the game we're playing. You're dead now. Yep. Bye. Um, also, where was Gamora's body? <laughs> like, I understand it's been five years and some change, but who swept Dude, up down so, there? Like Oh, wait, it wasn't in the past, though. It was 2014. Oh, you got me. You got me. Okay, never mind, then. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> Only because I'm not going to wait for this uh, in post to edit it out. <laughs> so That's I retract fine. my previous question. Um, so they got that. They got uh, Clint waking up in the same, like, uh, pool of water. Like, did I just pee? Like... What did I do? Uh, in a sensory deprivation tank, and, and he has a stone in his hand. Um, did he cry, if I remember correctly? He got mad and kind of thinks he hit the water. He threw a tantrum. The... Okay, okay. Yeah, a little tantrum. Um, and then we cut to Thor and Rocket. Yep. On pre on it's it's during the events of Thor: A Dark World, the second yep. movie, which was I think the horriblest of the three. It was, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think it needed more Cat Dennings and less uh, Natalie Portman. <laughs> I agree. 
Um, so we see Thor, who, again, like he's he's just he's dazed by everything that's gone on, and I think everything that's going on. And this he is knows what the mission is, right? He knows yeah. what they're doing there. Yep. Um, and then he sees his mom. Yeah. And he realizes, like, he tells Rocket, "Today is the day my mother dies." Mm-hmm. And I think they they kept it with the theme of you cannot change the past. Yeah. Because, like, if he had veered off from the mission, granted, Rocket was there. Rocket's the one that got the stone anyway. On from his Jane own, yeah. Foster, yeah. Um, so he went and had this uh, this heart-to-heart with his mom, and I think it was touching. I think it was sweet. She basically made fun of him and told him to eat a fucking salad. Yes. Um, I think she told him exactly what he needed to hear so he could have that cathartic moment. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh. It is what it is. Yep. You can't change what happened, but you can change what's going to happen. And I think, because I'm a mama's boy, fight me. I think mm-hmm. I would need to hear that from my mom to, you know, to keep going. To snap out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, to snap right out of it. No pun yeah. intended, because fuck Thanos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so Rocket gets it, and then they're gone. Yep. Then we and go then, to 2012. Yeah, and twenty. I, I like this one because, like you said, and again, we knew this. We knew time travel was going to be involved, and thanks to the power of the internet, we saw set photos of Chris Evans wearing the thing, the time travel wristband, mm-hmm. like his club wristband or whatever, on his hand in his Avengers 1 costume. Mm-hmm. But he was stood there with Paul Rudd. We knew that. Dan, we knew. Yeah. Man, we were right here. Yeah. We knew. <laughs> um, so it was during the events of the Battle of New York. And there's so many small things there's so much in this scene it's ridiculous yeah like it starts out funny with the hulk like uh, <laughs> the original that, that timeline hulk shows up starts throwing a tantrum yeah. bashing things and then like professor hulk's just kind of like eh. yeah and they tell him like all right dude just just stay in character yeah because that what they don't want to do is run into past versions of themselves right which cap screws up anyway piece of shit i know i right. know um so Professor Hulk is like, all right, uh, rah, uh, takes a car, throws the shit like a little bit, not even like down the block, like a little bit, uh, uh rah, you know, I'm like, like, all right, yeah, it was like, like Fezzik from Princess Bride, just, yeah, he's like, all right, yeah, if I got to, I got to, um, so he runs across, um, the ancient one, mm-hmm. who was, who had their, their role reprised by the ball chick, I forgot her name, Tilda Swinton, yes, I think, sure, um, Knox Hulk, Knocks Banner out of the Hulk's body, you know, into the uh, the astral plane, and and like just talks to him. Yeah. So, she said something that really hit me. She says that uh, Strange was supposed to be the best of us. Yeah. Granted, she got the uh, the Eye of Agamotto, and um, like you could see her defending a little bit, because like I said, this is the Battle uh, of New York from Avengers One. So yeah. people that have asked, well, how come, you know, since, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme was there, how come they didn't do anything? It theoretically wasn't their fight. Right. If you're she really defending about. where they're at. Yeah, she was defending the uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah. Um, so then they, they, they have this, I guess, heart-to-heart talk between Ghost Banner and, and the, uh, the Ancient One. Mm-hmm. So I think she spills, like, all the beans. I think yeah. she knew what was going to happen. Just like so uh, Doctor Strange did. Well, she knew he was from the future. Yeah. So. And she explained 
uh, using magic, how, like, no, dude, this this doesn't rock. You can't change time, no matter what. Explaining right. the tangents and all that. And that's, I think, when Banner had the aha moment. Like, well, if we go do what we have to do, and then bring the stones back to the right moment back. we take them, everything should be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Mainstream continuity should continue to flow. Should. Should. Because now I'm really disenfranchised about Back to the Future. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, fucking come on, dude. My problem with it, though, is they have to get it down to the exact second. Yeah. And I think that's how they no, less don't than that, get I think. it right. Yeah. And I think we still have these time slots, like the diagram. Like, I don't know if you're going to put it in the description or stuff, but like... I'm not going to remember. Like <laughs> I'm five, not going to remember. At least five splintered timelines. And at there least. are six stones, but you figure uh, three of them were in one spot, but then they balls that up, which we're going to talk about in a second. <laughs> so they had to make a whole other one that wasn't even on the chalkboard. You know what I mean? They didn't yep. plan for this one. Yeah. Uh, and of course, I mean the one with the Tesseract. It's right after the end of the movie. Loki is captured. Mm-hmm. They put the muzzle on him. Oh, I just thumbed my microphone. Mm. Nice. Um... And they're, they're transporting him out of the building. And I think uh, the way Cap got it from the dude in the elevator, which harkened back to that scene again in Winter Soldier when Cap gets in the elevator and they're all surrounding him and they have that incredible fight scene in the Winter Soldier. He's like, no, 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 I got this. I got this. And he leans over to the dude. Hell, Hydro. That's a thing from in the comics. He could have fought them. He could have beat ass in that elevator comic. and took it. Yeah. He used his brain head this time. He hail hydra the guy, and you see me. You know, he grabs the, the briefcase and he, he walks out of the elevator like a G, and you see that smirk on his face. He's like, because he knows, like, yeah, I, I could have cleaned them boys up because I know I've done it before. <laughs> like, like even Rumlow, I'm so glad all these all these dudes came back. Yeah, uh, Rumlow standing is like, bro, I know I'm about to, me and you about to be not friends in about a year, you know. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're skipping over Ant Man trying to pep talk Captain America. Yes. Like, that's America's ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best uh, because Ant-Man went with Tony. So they were in the top of the tower uh, where they, where you see them in Avengers and they're all standing over Loki, like over him. Yeah. Then that scene, that's where he was. Yeah. He was, you know, he was hiding. He was just waiting for them to move Loki out. He'll move in, take the Tesseract. Easy peasy. Yep. Didn't exactly happen that way. Otherwise the movie would have been over <laughs> before three hours. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you're right. He's pep talking him on all that stuff. Um, he called it uh, America's ass, and then Cap, because part of the plan is you don't want to run into your your past self, runs into his past self. Yep. Um, hits him with the "I can do this all day," which is pretty cool. It's, yeah. If as far as catchphrases go, Cap doesn't really have one except for "Avengers Assemble," which we'll get to because mm-hmm. um, I I think that's been it. Whenever we so see far, Cap, yeah. yeah. Um, I can do this all day. So they fight, and he kicks his own ass, and then, of course, he has a good look. That is America's ass. Uh, why not, right? It was another Peggy hint. Or it was the first Peggy hint. Well, mm. no, when they were on the way on the ship to go get Thanos, he looked at his compass yeah. with her picture in it. Yeah. That same compass came in. It popped out during the fight. Yes. Like his, cu- his compass bosom popped out of his shirt. Yeah, I mean, he has all those pockets on his belt. Let, Why, let's yeah. keep it in, in the chest pocket here. Let's, you know, like yeah. my grandmother. Let's, you know, let's do that. Yeah. Dill hole. <laughs> Dill hole. Well, uh, so he kicks his own ass, and then he, yep. he, he gets a Tesseract. Yeah. Uh, long story short, in the lobby of the building... Wait, this is the Mind Stone. You're the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone was in the staff. 
Yes. So he had the staff. Yes. Tony was dressed as the SWAT team dude. Right. With the briefcase that had the Tesseract in it. Right. And then yes. they made Hulk take the stairs, which was hilarious. Yeah, he was bitching all the way down. It was hilarious. Stairs. Um so Cap had the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. Tony had the Tesseract for a moment. For a mo- in the briefcase, right? Um then it got popped open cuz yes. the Hulk came out. Yeah, slammed, you know, pushed out of the door, knocked Tony, Loki picks it up, disappears like a fart in the wind. Mm-hmm. There there's another tangent for you folks. There's And I think one. that I'm wondering if the Loki show on Disney Plus is going to be that timeline. I hope so, because now remember—I mean, our Loki, quote unquote, quotation fingers. Our Loki's dead, like dead, yeah. dead. Yeah, it's got to be another one. Yeah. Uh, so they screwed the pooch on that one, and then they all uh, reconnoiter, right? They they rendezvous another, you know, another French word or whatever. Um, that's like three French words I know. I know rendezvous, uh, baguette, and I surrender. That's it. And croissant. <laughs> and ha <"Huh-huh." laughs> ha. That's a French word. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> and uh, they come up with a plan and you brought this one to my attention you go for it it involves the 70s I wasn't even born yet <laughs> so they go back to the 70s where Hank Pym was also younger Hank Pym of course younger Hank Pym yeah and I didn't catch this until the second watch Hank has been mad at Tony's dad for stealing the Pym particles forever right it was the wrong Stark that stole them Right, but I mean, he doesn't know that, obviously. Right. And this is at uh, uh, this is before Shield got all defunct in Winter Soldier. Um, so this is at a Shield installation. Yep. Hank Pym is still working for Shield. Did you see the first gen Ant Man helmet? Yes. On the desk with the, yep. it looked like the mandible bits right on the front yep. of the helmet. I thought that was a nice old nod. Again, I went, huh? <laughs> is that is that the icy guy? That's the yeah. Tell him yeah. I want a rainbow. One scoop Smile. rainbow. Uh, I probably hit him with my comb. What uh, this this? I mean, I'm glad we're recording this live. Sorry. Uh, one scoop rainbow, one scoop uh, cherry, please. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him I only got a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this is the second. This scene had the second community cast member too. Ken Jong was in. Yes, security guard. in San Francisco. Yes, he was. And who was the chick? I can't think of her name now. I have a picture of it. Where'd she go? And her name. Nicole Brown. Okay. She was the uh, the lady in the elevator that recognized that they were out of place. Okay. So we have them running around. Cap gets the pin particles. And then to hide, he ducks into an office. It's Peggy's office. It is. And then he sees her. And I'm like, he's staying. He's going to stay. I th- I think that's when it clicked for him. Yeah. He's like, you know, we're doing all of this. And I think it should have been Hulk that made the trip to return all of them. He, volu- yeah, he probably volunteered. You know what I mean? He's like, ah, yeah. I got this. Listen, I'm Captain it. America. I got this. Yeah. And like, he probably like formulated his own side plan. I think once the end happens, that solidifies the plan for him. Yeah. I think he's had it in his head. But then once he finally, once the movie ends and we have, you know, closure that we're yeah that we're gonna talk about yeah right we'll talk about it i think that makes up his mind yes um but i think tony got the tesseract really easy 
easily. Sorry. Yep. Um, he just goes to the lap, puts it in a briefcase, and he's walking out. Phil! Oh, my man <laughs> Phil. <laughs> That's Agent Colson, by the way. Um, yeah, so he, he run, he's walking out, and he runs across his dad. Yep. Right? Um, I think in the... Again, we were talking about the evolution of the Iron Man character and how it's played really well by Robert Downey Jr. In Iron Man 1, he really resented the old man. Mm-hmm. And I think by now, because he's a dad himself, and uh, he's talking to Howard Stark, mm-hmm. and um, I guess he's notified okay. that you know his wife is pregnant with him. Yeah, like Tony. Oh, like oh shit! You know, like my mom is pregnant with me right now, and like his father is coming to him for fatherly advice, and it's 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 advice that Tony never got for him from his dad because he never got to say goodbye to him. That's actually what he says to Obi. Yeah, you know, uh, I never got to say goodbye to dad. Yeah, and um, the evolution of the Iron Man character, on top of learning humility and uh, self sacrifice, <coughs> I think he learned to forgive himself for not hating, because hate is such a strong word, for disliking the legend that is Howard Stark. Yeah, like all his life, you know what I mean. And then he saw him, and he was like, "Oh shit!" And and if you notice, he actually said goodbye to him. Yeah, because he never got a chance, right? See, this that scene hits home for me because there was tough times with my dad. A couple mm. years we didn't talk, so like that hit home for me. Like getting that extra chance, like yeah. I got that extra chance through running and mm. reconnected with my dad, and we're way better for it. Like obviously, I didn't wasn't as saving the earth kind of you know scales. <laughs> but do you even Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it, it hit home for me, like the, the father-son kind of bonding. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the same with me and my dad. We, we haven't had a bad relationship by any stretch of the imagination, but my dad's old school. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, we never like played catch or, or went fishing or anything like that. It, it, like We never had that, but um, we, we got to understand each other more, especially like I understand him more now as I'm an adult. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I understand why he is the way he is. And he understands mm-hmm. why I am the way I am. Like, if, if you didn't want your son to be a loudmouth motherfucker, he shouldn't have moved to America. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like that was full circle for Tony. Yeah. Um, with his dad. Um, then him and Cap, they get the uh, the pin particles. Mm-hmm. They fuck off back to... Uh, present day. Present day, which is still mainstream continuity, mm-hmm. as far as I know, right? So, so they do all that... Um, is that all of them? Yeah, they get all the stones because they show yes. back up at the platform, and then they realize Natasha's not there. Yeah, and then you you see Clint's face. Yep, you like, see Hulk take a knee, bruh. <clears throat> yeah, and they have the little the talk out on the dock where Thor's like, "We'll just well, he's not gone. She's not gone. He's in denial." Yeah, they're all in various stages of the mourning process. Yes. And you can um, see how, how, especially when they're all together, you can see how they all handle loss differently. Yeah. You, it's either in lines of dialogue or just uh, the way they, you know, the way they look or the way they're acting or things that they say to one another. Yeah. You can see they all handle it differently. Yeah. And then which, finally, which I, think was good. I mean, these, these are things that, that we, you and I notice because we're adults. You know, what I mean, like I said, it's it's practically a Disney movie. You know, what I mean, it's for kids. It's made for kids, but there there are, there's a lot of deep subtext. There was 
Uh, it's a really it, well done movie. It was yeah. well written, I thought. Yeah. And people were complaining, oh, three hours. Like, dude, shut up. Okay. Titanic was too been... fucking long. It's not like you didn't know how it was going to end. Pearl Harbor, three fucking hours. Not like you didn't know how it was going to end. We win, right. by the way. For those of you who don't know, we win. Spoilers, okay? Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, they could. They, they, they would have done a disservice had they cut it any shorter than it was. Right. Like, I don't, I don't want uh, the culmination of 12 years to be a 90-minute action movie. I do yeah. not. I don't. Um, so they got the play, and, and uh, they got all the stones together. And they cut, I think they cut back to Thanos. Past Thanos. Past Thanos, yes. But the, in the meantime... We will call him Thanos. Swap. Just just to differentiate. Thanos. And then they sent old Nebula. They, they, they switched Nebulas on us. They did. All they did was take uh, her faceplate off. Yeah. Over over one of her eyes. And Which is like an eye just patch. Switched, yeah. And they just switched it. Yeah. So she sneaks off while the team are messing with the stones mm-hmm. and doing the new... The Tony Gauntlet. Yeah. The Tauntlet. The Tauntlet. I just made that up. <laughs> the Tauntlet? Tauntlet. Taint, like the Tauntlet. Taint. I don't know. That's, that's, uh, that's in the parody. Yeah, the prawn parody. <laughs> <laughs> the Avenge Hers, the Infinity Cuntlet. I don't know. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was. It's sorry. not my best work, I admit. It's been a long day. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> And this is where the gamma rays come back in, where they realize that the stones are mainly gamma radiation. The energy they give off, yeah. Yeah. So now, who do we like... know? Mm. <laughs> who do we know that radiates the shit? Mm. <laughs> is it Hawkeye? I don't think so. No. No? no? Well, they stopped Thor because he really wanted to do it. Yeah. I think he wants to redeem himself. Yes, it's that redemption. That's And again, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. He like he wanted to jump on a grenade for his teammates. He's like, you know what? I'm yeah. I'm the god here, which he's not, by the way. Odin actually explained that we're not gods. We live, we age, we die. Anyway, too many people running. Anyway, all right. So they close the barn doors. Yes, he puts the glove on. Yes, it messes up his arm. Hulk does. Yes, yeah. Hulk gets messed up in the arm. Gets a snap off. He got the uh, he got he got his strong hand. That's what happened. He did the snap reversed Thanos's snap mm-hmm. but I think and correct me if I'm wrong I think what hurt him the most is the fact that he tried to bring back Natasha because he said it so long I'm not yeah. sure if it, if it would have counted in in you know what I mean yeah because he's like I I don't know how the snap works and uh even in the comics it's explained that it didn't have to be a snap Thanos did that for like theatrical effect you know what I mean right. to be like dramatic all you had to yeah. do is just will it and it would have happened yeah. um I think it was the struggle, you're right, the will. He was yeah. trying to will against the stones. Right. Because it wasn't Thanos' original snap that killed Natasha. Right. So he's he's trying to bring her back from something else. Yeah. You know. Um, so I think, like, he would have gotten hurt anyway, but I don't think he would have got the stanky leg had he not done that. <laughs> had he True. not done that. Um, so we like we see like in a sling and everything, dude. Like this is the Hulk. He's supposed to heal like that, you know what I mean? Right. And he didn't. So they put his yeah. arm in a sling and all that stuff. And so then you have Scott seeing birds. Mm-hmm. Clint gets a call from his wife. Mm-hmm. And then missiles. Yay! Judgment Day. <laughs> and uh, out of nowhere, the missiles are uh, Panos. That is past Thanos for anyone mm-hmm. tuning in like halfway. First of all, shame on you. <laughs> shame on you. Um, bombarding 
the Avengers compound. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? If we're going to lose, we're going to lose really big. Now, what bothered me with that, because um, Scott was the first person that saw it out the window, right? Yeah. And you had to look really hard, but he did shrink uh, on impact. He did shrink. He did. Um, that it was it was Clint that survived without a scratch, dude. Like, yeah. seriously? <laughs> I know you want me to suspend disbelief, and I like the guy. I don't love him. I like him. Yeah. But fucking, are you are you serious right now? Like, really, dude? Um, but anyway, you know, whatever. Um, they did the whole keep away the gauntlet, right? They played right. keep away. <clears throat> and um, then they have, but before Tony. every everybody comes in, right? Yeah, so you have Tony, Thor, the big three, and Cap. Yes, yep. They're face to face with Panos. Yep. Right. No. No gauntlet. No nothing. Now, for people that don't know, Thanos is already incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. Without the gauntlet, without any yeah. of the other powers, he's incredibly strong. Yeah. So the three of them, you know, they take him on, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what we skipped over because it involves this fight. Uh, before Thor and Rocket left Asgard in that timeline, <gasps> he called right. Mjolnir to himself. That's right. Thor called Mjolnir to himself, and he grabbed it in his hand and he smiled. He said, "I'm still worthy." Yeah. Because part of of his character progression and the the depression that he's in, he feels he's not worthy anymore yeah. of Mjolnir. So yeah. he smiles. You get this big grin. You know, after he has this this really cathartic conversation with his mom, That's who awesome. he knows is going to die anyway. Yep. She, you know, pat him on the back, told him to eat a salad, brush his teeth, say his prayers, eat his vitamins. She Hulk Hogan him basically. <laughs> she did <laughs> right. He calls the hammer, bang, and he's like, "I'm still worthy." So that he takes back uh, to present day, to our present mainstream day. timeline. Now. The big three are facing off against uh, Panos. It's Panos. not the Thanos that we know. Yeah. Uh, fighting ensues. You see Thor come out, and he'll catch uh, Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. All his powers, you know, uh, braids his beard, apparently. That's pretty cool. That was, yeah, know. that was pretty neat. And one thing that I noticed, right? <clears throat> in the first Thor movie, when he first reacquires Mjolnir after the Destroyer fucks him up. Mm-hmm. Um. The hammer's in his hand, and you see all the armor coming back onto him, right? Yeah. And, like, he's still jacked up, uh, handsome Chris Hemsworth. When he combines Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, it puts armor on him, but he's still chubby. He's chubby, yeah. Right? It, it It's... So, to me, and again, I could be reading too much into this because I'm an adult, and I've been in the same position Thor was in, more or less, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, his outward appearance is... It's it's not a defining factor of what he's been through. Yeah. It's it's a result of how he handled it. Yep. And I think that because he didn't miraculously quote unquote transform back to jacked uh Thor, it means that like yeah, the the body the chubby body that he was in is is a culmination of everything he's learned. All the struggle that he's been through and worked through and like like when Tony talked to his dad, that was full circle for him. Yep. I think this battle and and maintaining the, the Buddha body instead of the Thor body, it's full circle for Thor. Yeah. Because he's he's like once again taking on the leadership role. And he's wearing those scars. Yes. And he, he wear you see them yeah. in the chubby. <laughs> you see They're those emotional. battle scars. 
and and uh, I guess his own recovery from that by remaining chubby. Mm-hmm. And then Cap, of course, is just handsome and he's there. <laughs> right? So they're fighting. They're fighting. They're fighting. And and you know what's about to come up for me, man. One of the I squeed. I did. I squeed like and woman. Okay. Yep. Um Iron Man gets knocked around. Boom. Thor's uh, pinned down. Thor's pinned down. Stormbreaker at his chest. Right here. Like how he had Thanos. That, yep. It's a callback to that. Yep. Which is weird because Panos shouldn't even know about that. Right. But again, he caught up uh, from the DVD collection. He wanted the DVD. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they cut over to Mjolnir. It's vibrating on the ground. Up flies, whacks the shit out of Thanos, right? I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe Thor was using the force or whatever, yeah. right? Because he and can do flies that. Flies past him. Flies past him. <laughs> into Look, I'm t- look, I didn't even say it yet. Look at the fucking goosebumps, hello, dude. Hello, hello. Cap grabs it. I squeed like a woman. Okay. I kept squeeing because he started running and he was like flinging yeah. it like Thor. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Thor squeed. He was like, I knew it. Thor said out loud, I knew it. Knew it. <clears throat> Super nerd boner. I'm not gonna lie. Yep. Right. Like I was hitting the people next. I don't even know the people that were next to me. Boom! I hit this dude. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so then Cap throws down, and I know people were bitching. Well, how does Cap know how to use me on there? First of all, he's a master tactician. Okay, mm-hmm. he trained with these people every day. Yep. You know, between movies when we don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> you know, he wasn't watching Netflix all day, dude. No. He was no. training with these people. So, like, he's seen Thor use the hammer, right? Right. He's clearly worthy to wield it. So Mjolnir's gonna listen to him. Yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna do the spinny smash Thanos in the face thing. Okay, boss. Like, that's it. Okay. <clears throat> but then, but then he starts. He, he gets beaten down. Yeah, and like, like bad too. Yeah, like I thought for a second. I'm like, is this how Cap ends? Because we see him busting up the shield with mm-hmm. his sword, and yeah. that harkens back to Tony's vision uh, of the whole team defeated. Yep. I'm not saying it looked exactly like it, but it's a broken Captain America shield. It's hard to miss. Right. You know. <laughs> then Cap gets up, as he does, because he can do this all day, according right. to him. Right. And I'm glad he didn't say it again. Yeah. Forget it. I would have been like, man, shut up. <laughs> it's the same day. You can do this all day. It's the same day. Right. It's you're still doing it. Fine. Yeah. We get it. We get it, Cap. We get it. <laughs> or he just stands up. Like, I've been doing this since yesterday. Like, shut up, dude. <laughs> shut up, so handsome much. Chris Evans, piece of shit. But then you hear like the you hear that you hear the static. Yeah. Yeah. And you get on your left, and everybody like my theater. Went I, nuts. I went nuts. Like, in my yeah. head, I went nuts. Uh, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, that's, again, from Winter Soldier. They're repeating a lot of Winter Soldier references. Mm-hmm. When Cap and uh, Sam Wilson are jogging around uh, the fountain there, and whenever Cap would pass him, as they're jogging, he would call, on your left. Yep. Um, I wanted to see Cap, like, shed a tear or something. When he turned around, he saw everybody, dude. Yeah. Including that, Howard the Duck, by the way. I so, know. you got... The um, you had Doctor Strange came back, of course, <clears throat> and Wong and all the snapped sorcerers. Because mm-hmm. that, that's where all the portals were. They were all from the, the snapped sorcerers that came back. It was all their sling rings, right? So you see the Ravagers yeah. out there. You see, again, Howard the Duck out there. The Wasp comes in. Um, Black Panther. And, like, half of Africa. Yeah. You know, like, how many of them got snapped away? Jesus Christ. You see his sister, Shuri, she comes back. I feel like they could have used her more because she's smart. They just use her for the fight. Yeah. 
But whatever. I didn't write it. Whatever. Right. Um, then you see Peter Quill. Yeah. Star you see the Guardians. Him. Yep. You see... Uh, <laughs> then they, they all come out, right? Of, of the portals. Mm-hmm. And then Cap does it, man. Finally. We waited how many movies for this? 22. Then he nailed it. Yep. Avengers Assemble. Our theater, it was standing ovation. Lit was, right up. It, the whole then the battle ensues. Like, yeah. yeah, everybody, dude, everybody. Then the battle yeah. ensues, right? You see uh, Ant-Man go giant man, just start thumping people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no? That wasn't Scott. That was Hank. Was because it? Because he was giant man while Scott and Wasp went to the van. Ooh. You got me there. You are mm-hmm. right. You got me. Look, see, Goosebumps again. Jesus. <laughs> you got me there. That is legit. I caught okay. it the second time. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. Okay, you got me there. Outstanding. So many little bits in the fight. Like, I liked um, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay for what you did. Yep. He's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's lying. He yeah. watched the DVD extras. Right. He got all the spoilers. Um, yeah. m- one of my favorite parts of the battle was um, Batiste, um, Drax. <laughs> Doing the thing with the knives, ah, like he so did in Guardians Two. I think it was incredible. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. I liked uh, Peter and and Tony reuniting and talking. Yeah, and Peter yeah. wouldn't shut the hell up. Yeah, um, that hit me because I'm a Queens kid, right? He's like, oh, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, and like he right, he's hitting him with all the bullshit. Like I came back, and Doctor Strange said it's been five years, and this and this and this. It's time to go. And then Tony hugs him, and it's not like the hug from. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, because that wasn't right. a hug. Remember, oh, I'm not hugging you. I'm just opening the door. He grabs right. him and he hugs him, and that was like a healing moment again. I think for Tony, because mm-hmm. Peter doesn't and know what the Peter. fuck's been going on, right? Yeah. For him, it's been like that—a literal snap. Yeah. He has no idea what's going on. He doesn't know. Like Doctor Strange told him, yeah, it's been five years, but he doesn't know what's been going on. Right. You know what I mean? Um. So he grabs him, gives him a big old hug, and I felt that. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh. So then. You know, Clint, he survives because he's a superhuman or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. And they start playing Keep Away with uh, the Tauntlet. Another the another table. callback to Winter Soldier with T'Challa and Clint. Because Clint introduces, like, hi, I'm Clint. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and he's like, Clint, give it to me. Nice little callback yeah. moment there. Yeah. Uh, so they're playing Keep Away, basically. Uh, one thing, and I, I don't, you know, I don't like to talk in the theater. I really don't. I don't, I don't like to sit next to people that do because I give you a dirty look and, and we've met, I give you a dirty look. You're going to shut what we affectionately call the fuck up. Yep. Okay. So they're playing keep away <clears throat> and, uh, cap has it and he sees Spider-Man swinging, right? He's like, Hey Queens heads up. That's a call back to civil war where I don't, like, I don't even know why this came up in conversation. Like, Captain America and Spider-Man are duking it out. He's like, oh, where are you from? Why? You want to take him on a date, you fucking pedophile? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's what I thought. You know? <laughs> He's like, and Spider-Man, you know, he says, Queens. And Cap was like, oh, Brooklyn, right? I'm from Queens. I'm not from the same neighborhood as Peter Parker, but I'm from Queens. So he says, Queens, heads up. I was like, man, fuck Brooklyn. <laughs> man, fuck Brooklyn. So that was a callback to that, right? So they're playing keep away, playing keep away. Um... I forgot who had it last, but gets gets the shit knocked out of him. Uh, and I think Captain Marvel picks it up. Like she comes back. Spider Man has it. He's hiding. Yeah. She's she's up. He's like he's like hi. I'm Spider Man. I'm Peter Parker. And she's like hi Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, Boy, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which in the comics they date. 
Yeah. But, I mean, in the comics, he's not 15. Right. So. <clears throat> so she comes yeah, back with her, uh, I want to see the manager haircut. Yes. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> um, so she takes the gauntlet. And this this is what we were talking about before. Uh, the Whammon of the MCU the had their, had, yeah, they had their moment. Like, they all got together yeah. on screen. And they basically told her, go ahead, we got you. I don't have yeah. a problem with this. Understand is I don't have a problem with this if it was Wanda or if it was Shuri mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't have a problem with this. It's Captain Marvel. She does not need your backup. Yeah. That, that's period. End of story. What the she fuck? She just took Are down you? Yeah. Thanos' ship. By herself. Prison. Yeah. By herself. Exploded his whole ship. What the fuck are y'all going to do? It's a she, nod to you know, a Lady Avenger movie, maybe. I mean, I tried to watch Ocean's 8. Mm. <laughs> mm. I didn't started in that. <laughs> I can't believe they killed off uh, George Clooney's character. That's all I'm saying. Like, why, dude? That, I still call bullshit on it. Even if he wasn't going to come back and do Ocean's 5, uh, 14 or whatever, you know. Right. But they had Saul in there. Whatever, whatever. It's tangent. It's <laughs> getting off here. Um... Captain Marvel does not need y'all's help. Right. Um, and I think somebody mentioned Pepper in the armor as Iron Maiden. That was not Iron Maiden. That was Rescue. Rescue. Yeah. That was Rescue. Um, Iron Maiden was actually supposed to be in Iron Man 2. But they okay. changed it up. They, they made the villain Whiplash. Yeah. <clears throat> well, one of my favorite moments of the battle, Captain Marvel and Thanos are fighting, and he headbutts her. Yeah. She's in fucking flinch yeah she just that was a great yeah a yeah great there's football. your equality women okay i don't want to hear no shit fight me in the comments i don't give a fuck <laughs> i don't give a fuck it just shows you're paying attention an hour and a half into the episode thank you well and like <clears throat> we had the moment too earlier with dr strange and tony yeah where tony's like you said there was one way there's one chance yeah out of 14 like, million Right. He's like, I can't tell you. If I tell you what happens, it won't happen. Right. So he was like, oh, no spoilers then. Right. Meanwhile, Thanos watched the whole DVD collection. <laughs> He's already <laughs> in, got in up. Nebula's head. He could have just asked Thanos, be like, uh, do you know how I'm going to fuck you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was worth a shot. Right. If you don't ask, you're right. not going to know. Right. It's like the, the rule of sales. Don't ask, don't get. Right. Um, so then it comes down to it. The gauntlet is on the ground. Sorry, sorry. The tauntlet. The tauntlet. Is on the ground. Between and, Thanos. Uh, between Tony. Panos and Tony, Tony gets it. And look, look, I just felt it go up my spine. Look, all this hair on my... I got to shave all of this. That shit is embarrassing. Um, well, Thanos gets it, but Tony takes the gems. He steals the gems from him. Yes. Yes. Because, again, Doctor Strange is holding the tornado water thing, yeah. and he's like... Yeah, he he gives him the finger, and I don't mean the New York hello. He puts up yeah. his one finger, and he locks eyes with Tony like, you know what time it is, bro. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it would have been dope if he had said that, if he called him bro, like, for real. Because Benedict Cumberbatch, in, his, in my eyes, can do no wrong. You know? In his American accent? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he hides his lisp really well as Dr. Strange. Because uh, in my head, if you're older than three years old and you still have a lisp, your parents obviously didn't love you. But Benedict right. Cumberbatch can do no wrong. <laughs> Um, so he, he, like, he locks eyes, you know what I mean? And, and Tony knows what time it is. He damn sure knows what time it is. Uh, puts yep. the gauntlet on and, uh, Thanos, 
I am inevitable. I also would have accepted uh I'll be back. Yep. <laughs> um or just uh how uh, Agent Smith goes off on Neil. No. No, I would have accepted that. Yep. Um I am inevitable. Tony looks this motherfucker right in the face. I am Iron Man. Bang. Yep. Like I didn't know that's what he was going to say, but as soon as he said it, I had one manly pine-scented tear well up in my left eye. Yep. I was like this is it. This is it. He hadn't even died yet, but you know, you know, cuz right. look what it did to Hulk. Right. right? I'm I'm also upset that Hulk and Thanos didn't have a round 2. Me too. Me or too. maybe they did and we didn't see it. But right. they didn't cuz Thanos would have fucking thumped him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of upset at that. Like where where was where was Hulk's uh closure with that shit, you know? Right, he's fighting people one armed. He's he's, the, uh, he's beating them off one armed. Sure. Sure. Apparently Robert Downey Jr. didn't want to say that I am Iron Man. Did he it's not? Like he just, yeah, he's like, apparently when they're filming, the Russes convinced him, like, no, do it. Trust us. Yeah. I'm glad he did. Yeah. What else perfect. would he have said though? Like how he else do you, do you respond to Oh yeah, no. This is like, Tony no, Stark we're talking about. He always have to have has to have the last word. Always. Yeah. Like it's in his personality. He wouldn't just pick up the gauntlet and snap the shit away. He's got to say something. Yeah. So that so, hit me right in my feel hole. Right. It did. It, what got me? What put me over the edge was after they all started to dust and Peter got to Tony. <sighs> that I lost it. I was like, oh god. Yeah. No, I lost my shit. Um, yeah. because it's it's uh it's like the end of Infinity War. But roles are reversed. Now, now Peter yeah. and not for like Robert uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Tony Stark, like he's he's an older dude. He's been there. He's done it. Peter's still a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still getting over the loss of his uncle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so like when he starts, and again, how did he get to him before fucking Pepper, dude? Like, what are you doing, bitch? He came home from space. Captain America saw him first. The man is on his deathbed on the ground. Peter gets to him first. Come on, son. <laughs> move him out of the way like all right it's my turn yeah come on come on come on sweetheart come on peter let's 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 give auntie pepper a turn no stupid you fucking get in there dude <laughs> i was extremely upset by this oh. um well, and I then and then he does knew. the uh he does the <sighs> dude bruh <Yeah. laughs> okay like right in my feel hole <laughs> and then, like, they started doing, like, they had him do the voiceover. They were showing everybody kind of after. And I'm like, yeah, he recorded a message, didn't he? Of course he did. Yeah. This man always has a plan B. And again, I yeah. don't mean our friend Brian. Right. Always. So they're playing that. And again, I, you know, Happy was there. I don't think Happy got snapped because, like, he, he looked like he already had a, a pre existing relationship with Morgan, mm-hmm. Aria Freeman, uh, King of the North. Rob died at the Red Wedding Star. Yes. <laughs> you thought I forgot. You thought nope. I forgot. Fuck an hour and a half later, I didn't forget. <laughs> um, the cheeseburger line. I lost it. Mm. Mm-mm. So I'm gonna get. Oh, it's getting me now. Damn it! Don't don't you do it. Don't you do it. do it, Dan. I'm not gonna do it. I'll stop this recording right now. I'm not gonna. I will I edit like it out of the video. I'm totally not gonna do that. <laughs> I like that they had the kid from Iron Man Three. I didn't know who that was at first, and then like on the way out of the theater, I was like, "Oh shit, that's who that is." Yeah. For any of you that watched the whole funeral scene, I think it was cool because uh, Aunt May was there, Nick Fury was there, uh, Maria Hill was there, and you see this one teenage kid, and nobody knew who he was. He's the little kid from Iron Man Three. 
that helped him when he was in Tennessee, right? Yes. Okay. Like that, I think that's really full circle. Like, who what was yeah. his name? Jesse? Like, who the fuck called his? Who called this kid? It had to be Pepper. Sure, sure. I feel ha- guilty too if I wasn't at my man's side when he needed me, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> Over the top. Bitch. And then she sends off his reactor. <clears throat> the one from the first movie. Yep. That means she had it re encased because he broke the case that it was in to fight uh, the Ironmonger. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if they noticed that continuity, but she had it re-encased the same way. <laughs> uh, the what was, else? Yeah. Yes, then, then there's the, the very end, after after Tony's funeral. Yep. Um, at this point, I can't say that I forgot that this was part of the mission to return to Stones, but I was like, oh, okay, this this is what they're doing. Right, they're going to do this, going to wrap it up. Um, so like you were saying before, it didn't have to be Cap. But Cap volunteered right. to do it. Right? He's like, I'm Captain America. I does this. Right? Awesome. I got this. And now that you said it out loud, when, when he saw Peggy in her office in the 70s, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, maybe, like, he knew. Like, all right, if I survive this battle, I'm going back in time to brown chicken, brown cow, my old lady. Mm-hmm. Which, does he kill her husband? Because isn't she married to some other dude in the timeline? I mean, not for nothing. I would just kick Peggy's door in. Daddy's show home. up. Just show up. Listen, I'm six yeah. foot tall and handsome. All I got to do is show up. This is Captain America we're talking about. With America's ass. With America's ass. <laughs> if I'm her, her present husband, I'd have seen him at the door. I'm reading the paper. I look up from the paper. All right, I'm out. And just leave. Just, just pack my shit up and leave. Like, all right, all right you, you got Just tag him. Like, all right, it's your turn now. You got this. Um... But it was actually confirmed recent this past week by the Russos that Captain America is the father of Peggy's children. And I think it's weird um, that I mean, not that he got Peggy, but also that he he took down the niece in Winter Soldier. I I, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit Targaryen esque. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so for those of you who didn't watch. Uh, oh, spoilers, by the way. This whole episode of the podcast is full of spoilers an hour and a half later. If, if you, if you didn't right, notice oops. by now. Oops. oops. Sorry. Uh, it's been, what, like three weeks since the movie came out. So if you haven't seen it by now, that's a defect of your character. Okay? Exactly. That's right. I'm looking right at you, listener that hasn't seen the movie yet. I'm looking right at you. You know what your name is. Uh, so he's like, yeah, I'll, you know, I'll do it. They put the, the stones in the briefcase and all that stuff. And... Yep. <clears throat> He gets Hulk, on the pad, takes Hulk explains to was it Scott or Clint? Yeah. Uh, so you ask him like, how long does he have? On his end, on Cap's end, he has as long as he needs. Mm-hmm. But for end, quote seconds. unquote us, it's ten seconds. Yeah. Understandable, right? So three, two, one, bang, he's gone. They do the ten second countdown, and he Fire presses, I guess, the reset button or whatever it is, the breaker button. He kicks it, whatever the fuck he does, and he Fire. doesn't come back through the same way. It was Bucky, because Bucky and Sam were there. Yeah. It was Bucky. And like, get him back, get him back. And he's like, I'm <clears> trying. <throat> yeah. And then Bucky turns around and sees... He sees some dude. Some dude, yep. Sat by the water, all stoically and uh, silver-haired, right? So he and Sam walk up. On the stranger, think, they don't know who he is. <laughs> but I think Bucky realizes, though, when they get up to him, they're like, go ahead. Bucky sends Sam. Right. And I, I take issue with this, but but continue. We'll we'll talk about it. I wanted Bucky to be capped too. Yes. Okay. As long I, as you know. Yeah. So, so Sam goes up. It's Cap. He's like 70, 80. 
he's he just he was there. He lived out his life with Peggy. Yes. And then Sam says, "Well, I can't imagine a world without Captain America." So then Cap grabs his shield and he passes the shield off. Yes. Or a shield. It's a new shield. I think that's the shield from that timeline. Because that timeline, the new one with Peggy, was never broken. Morag! Right. Oh, sorry. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> the Power Stone <laughs> that Star Lord got was on Morag. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Show hands in the comments. How many of you peed your pants just now? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I might have a little bit too. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. That would that would have murdered me. Had I started post production of this episode, and then I remembered fucking Morag, like God damn it. Okay, it's Morag. Yes. Um. So yeah, and and for those of you who don't know, Sam Wilson did a stint as Captain America in the comics. I'm not refuting mm. that. I think it's great that he got it. But Sam is just a dude. Right, Bucky. It would have been better story wise for Bucky for Bucky's story. Yes. In the MCU. Yes. Because. Yeah. Uh, Bucky is has more training. He's got that arm, and I think they allude to hitting him with the super soldier serum. I think so, yeah. Something like that. And the fact that he didn't get it further lets me know that Civil War was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Back to the Future 1 was unnecessary. Your Civil War movie was unnecessary. Cap fought with all his homies. Became a fugitive for this man, for James Buchanan Bucky Barnes the Third Esquire. That's probably not even his whole name. <laughs> That's the Junior the Second Vivian Jackman. <laughs> right? That was the whole premise of the movie. Like this is my homie. But then Tony okay. says, "So was I." Uh. And now you're not gonna pass the mantle on to him? The yeah. fuck is wrong with you, dude? Come on, son. <laughs> And and what becomes of Bucky now? Is he getting his own show on this uh, this Disney takes over the world streaming service? I, I guess, or is he is he going to be Cap's buddy again? Mm. Old Cap, you mean? No, new Cap, Sam. Come on, son. <laughs> That's my answer. Come on, son. I'm not saying he won't, but come on, son. I'd feel salty. But wait, no, let me talk to him. Yeah. I'd have just put the bionic arm on his shoulder. Beep, 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 beep. I got this. You know, yeah. I got this. Um, I mean, I'm happy for Sam. It, it was a passing of the torch, as it should have been, because, again, this is Captain America we're talking about. Okay, right. I love my country. I'm a proud patriot. This is Captain fucking America we're talking about. He hit Adolf Hitler in the face a thousand times. Yep. But I think Bucky should have got it. Me too. You basically wasted the whole backstory of Civil War by giving it to Sam. In a way, you negate Bucky's growth too. You do, you that. do. His his whole like because uh, remember, in the end of Civil War, he went back under the ice in Wakanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of Black Panther, in the post credits, he's, he's out. Back. Did he finish his rehab or whatever it was? Did they did they clean out his brain? Because that's why he yeah. went back under the ice because he was afraid of somebody else getting the book of phrases and yeah. controlling him for nefarious uh, stuff. And I understand that. But then again, at the end of um, of Black Panther, he's out. He's working on the farm. He's yep. uh, the White Wolf. 
I felt it was unnecessary. You could just call him the wolf. Right. Because he clearly stands out like Jerry Seinfeld at Deaf Comedy Fucking Jam. Okay? <laughs> just, it's unnecessary, I think. <clears throat> so maybe they did his deprogramming and they gave him the new arm and all that cool shit. Why shouldn't he be Captain America? He was a soldier. He grew up with Steve Rogers. That would have been a good torch passing. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that the passing the shield onto Sam was bad at all. No. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, If we're picking nits. If we're picking I'm, nits. I'm, I'm nitpicking. Yeah. I'm nitpicking. It should have been. And I'm with you on that. I feel like it should have been. Yeah. Um, I'm glad Cap had his life and all that stuff. And... Uh, if you're wondering how he got back to, quote-unquote, our uh, mainstream continuity, he probably, and I, I think this is this is probably true, he probably met with the, you know, the tangent timeline, like his new timeline with Peggy, he probably met with that version of Tony Stark and just told him, hey, listen, you figured out time travel, I need to get home now. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Like, as, you know, as an old man already, like, hey, you know, I'm Captain America, this is my shield, you know. This is what happened. He probably because not for nothing, you can explain all the shit that happened to Tony, and he would understand it. Like he would totally get it because yeah. the Battle of New York still happened. I would assume, right? In theory. So, but even then, the whole time he was living his life with Peggy, was he still Captain America? No, there was another Captain America. Huh? There were two Captain Americas. There was a Captain America from that timeline that's in the ice. Yeah, and he gets woken up. Later in life, right? But I mean, maybe he helps on the download. Man, that's what know. I'm saying. Like you're, you're still, uh, mm. super, super, not not super secret. No, super soldier serum powered Steve Rogers. Even he if you're in a different timeline during the day, and comes home to dinner with Peggy. Mm. But Peggy was doing her own secret agent thing. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. We need another. We need another movie. Ugh. I gotta tag the Russos in this. This is bullshit. We just made more questions. We did. <laughs> we did. Um, and that was and the end. That, well, right. we had also had Thor passing yes. the rule of Asgard. To Valkyrie. To Valkyrie. I mean, in all reality, she was their quote-unquote leader the whole time they've been on Earth anyway. Right. Now it's just official. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you got the juice now. <clears throat> Pardon. Um, and he, he left, he went uh, with the Guardians, uh, mm -hmm. he affectionately referred to them as the Asgardians of the Galaxy, which is a comic book storyline. Like there it. is one out there called Asgardians of the Galaxy, and it is yeah. Thor and the Guardians. <laughs> um, I like how they're fighting over leadership. Thor was like, no, 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 you the man, you got it, you got it. However, sure, we <laughs> know. yeah, you're, you're the leader, Starface? Oh, of course <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah, you got the juice, man. You're I good. just, I like, the, I like the chemistry of that group. Yeah. So I think for Guardians 3, that'll be fun. Also because now they're going to be looking for 2012 Gamora. Right. Because obviously the Gamora from quote-unquote our universe is dead. Right. Uh, because that's how Thanos got the, the Soul Stone. Spoilers, mm -hmm. by the way. You know, two hours in. <laughs> um, so this Gamora isn't a quote-unquote good guy. Yeah. So she... But she kicked Peter in the dick. Yes. I mean, I Twice. would have too, because like I don't, I don't know you, dude. And yeah. uh, where did she like? She left, right? Where did she go? I don't know where she left. She did leave, though. She wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and I'm also wondering 
maybe you know, how come she didn't go with uh, with Tony Snap? I think because she helped kill the bad Nebula, or she was there. Okay. okay. Maybe Tony was like, kill the bad guys. Probably. Because I think it, it was around that time that she had a, a change of heart. Not all yeah. the way good guy, but like, all right, I don't want to be a bad guy anymore. And people right. have been asking how come when uh, future Nebula killed past Nebula, how come she still existed? It's because they're from different timelines. Yeah. It's not the same Nebula. Because apparently right. Back to the Future has been lying to me. Our entire life. My whole life. Since 1985. Son of a bitch. Since 1985, Back to the Future has been lying to me. Thanks, Russo Brothers. Piece of shit. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, in all actuality, it was not the same Nebula. <laughs> you know what that means if we get a reboot of Back to the Future first of all I'm going to boycott that shit oh, I'm not going um, I'm not going to see it at all um, I think they're going to make it different and if they don't uh, reference Avengers Endgame in this reboot I'm going to be mad <laughs> I'm going to be upset bring it, bring it around full circle Yeah. <coughs> um, what surprised me was there were no mid or post credit scenes I'm okay with it I am too because of closure. what happened at the end yeah, well, this was closure, and then yeah, at the very end, you hear six iron being banged up, like hammer strikes. Yeah, yeah, that was clearly, clearly a call That's out right. to Tony in the cave in Iron Man One, crafting the Mark One armor, and I think it was a proper send off to the Iron Man character because now he's dead; he's not coming back. I just thought of a nice tie back again. Here we go. Remember the dude that saved him in Iron Man One. Jensen. Yeah. He's like, Tony, don't waste your life. Mm -hmm. I think that guy would be proud because Tony didn't waste his life. He didn't. He started to. Like, he lost his yeah. way a couple times, especially when he started beefing with Captain America when he came home. Yep. But if I was that hungry and emaciated and smelly, I'd be upset too. Right. Stuck in Cap space is still and fit and handsome and he shaved his beard and all that shit. Like, you had time to do this nonsense. Right. I'm playing fucking finger football with Nebula. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'd have been mad too. But it was a nice full circle moment. I thought yeah. it was an end to this this story with this main cast. Yeah. This first what, cast. What's it been like a dozen years? Yeah. Jesus. It's crazy. Now it's it's hard to think that if uh if Iron Man one had flopped, oh. we wouldn't have any of this. Well, think about it, the two Hulk movies kinda did flop. I like the Ed Norton one though. I did, but he was a diva. Yeah, if he wasn't such a dickhole, he'd have been making all this Disney money. He would have been. Like Terrence Howard. Yeah, dickhole. For those of you who don't yeah. know the story on that, Terrence Howard, of course, played Rhodey in the first Iron Man movie. He actually made the most money on that movie because he signed his contract first. Yep. Right? Uh, even before RDJ. I call him that because we're practically homies now. Uh, when it came time to cast Iron Man 2... He wanted more money than Robert Downey Jr. He wanted more money than a star of the movie. Um, and like may maybe if Iron Man One didn't do so great, they might have you know ah oh, yeah okay why not hustle and flow we gonna whoop tricks and and uh, you know all that shit. Um, but they said no because this is Robert Downey Jr. Okay, a lot of people see Robert Downey Jr. now only as Iron Man. They forget uh, coke addict prison time Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? The good old days. They forget all that. I remember watching him in Weird Science. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. Chaplin. Chaplin was a really... I didn't even know he was American. I think Chaplin was the first movie I've ever seen him in. I'm like, wait, he's not British? Right. Um, 
Like you're, you're not going to get more money than him. So he's like, all right, I'm out. Like he left and they, they cast. And I think very well done by the way, by Don Cheadle as, as Rhodey who has yeah. been getting Disney money hand over fist as a supporting character. Like you're getting all this Disney money. Speaking of Disney money, they're giving it away. Like it's going out of style. Okay. It's they owned hand over fist. <laughs> Speaking of fisting, they they owned I forgot it it was controlling um it was a controlling percentage of Hulu, right? And last night, May the 14th, last night I found out that they dropped over 5 billion dollars with a B to completely buy out Hulu. Yeah. They're taking over. They, they ABC, are. ESPN, Fox. Yeah. They got all of that. Um they're taking over everything, and it's 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 on their way because I think, like I know and you know, I don't know how many of the listeners know, that they're coming out with their own uh, streaming service. So, of course, they're going to want all their intellectual properties on there. If you're going to pay... I, I, I think the most... I, th- I would do like 40 bucks a month for all of that because you're going to have their, doing... their own shows on there, too. Like you were mentioning maybe a Loki show. They're going to do a Mandalorian show. I'm a huge fan of Boba Fett. <clears throat> If they do a a Master Obi Wan show, forget it. You know how much money you and McGregor's gonna make. Oh, <laughs> all he's gonna make all the money. Um, the sequel to the Solo movie, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, with that Darth Maul reveal at the end. Yeah, I want them to recast Amelia Clark though, because uh, this coming Sunday is the last episode of Game of Thrones, and then you're irrelevant. Right. The only reason she played Sarah Connor in that last Terminator movie was because she was Daenerys Targaryen. What are you now, <laughs> Dick? Right. Nothing. After this Sunday, you're going to be irrelevant. Yep. So, I would like to see them uh, recast that. But have you seen pictures of the new Terminator? Yes. With mm-hmm. Arnold and and Linda Hamilton returning to the role of Sarah Connor. I'm geeked out on that. Me too. They're calling it uh, Terminator Dark Fate. And that alludes to uh, there is no fate but what we make. You know, the, the thing that she made Reese remember before uh, he went back in time. Yep. And I'm hearing uh, that James Cameron says that this is a direct sequel to Terminator 2. The best one. So I think that, what is it, the Terminator 3, uh, Rise of the Machines, and Genesis. None of them count. Good. So this is directly after Terminator 2. It'll still be after Judgment Day, because uh, as Avengers Endgame taught us, you can't change the past, no matter what. <laughs> Apparently Terminator got it right. You know. Yep. <laughs> They blew up the computer factory with Dyson in it. You know what? Judgment Day still happened. Whatever, dude. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I'm excited to see that, and I want to see what it would be. Would it be Disney? I don't know. Would the Terminator be a Disney princess? Mm. I don't know. That's that's another tangent. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's not super important. But that's another one. Um so that is Avengers Endgame. It only took like two hours. It hasn't been two hours yet. But now it's time for Phase 4. We have one more Phase 3 movie, though. Do we? Far From Home is the last of... Oh, is it? Okay. Phase 3, yeah. Okay. Uh, people are asking how come uh, Peter's friends haven't aged. They all got snapped. Easy. They got snapped, yeah. Easy. Like, they're still in high school. That shit would bother me, dude. <laughs> yeah. That would bother me. Uh, Nick Fury is obviously back. Um... If you watch the trailer, and I feel like talking about this ties into the end of Endgame. If you watch the trailer, Nick Fury, who's supposed to have all the information, right? He's talking about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Mysterio, and he starts talking about a multiverse. Mm -hmm. 
different universes. <gasps> I can't wait. I yeah, can't. No, I'm um, excited. I feel like this Mysterio, though, will be lying that he's from a different Earth. Yeah. But I think it'll still be true that yeah. there's a multiverse. Like, he'll come to find out, like, oh, shit. <laughs> wait a minute. He was lying. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta back up my bullshit now. Yeah. Um... Because ultimately Mysterio is a bad guy, right? So, yeah, why not? Um, I would like to know what Nick Fury's role is because he's not director of Shield anymore. There's no Shield, right? I would like to know what his role is. Like it's it's clear that he's still Spy Master Supreme, right? Yeah. I would like to know like like who's backing him up. You know? Oh, Robert Redford's cameo as a. Uh, yep. That I think that was dope. This is yeah. legendary Robert Redford. He could have said. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll call. I'll, you know, I'll leave a voice message, and and you can play that in the movie. Yeah, Robert Redford came back. I I think that was yeah. dope. That was awesome. There were so many callbacks. Like, yeah, I want to go see it a third time, just just, just to to soak sit. it all in, to get yeah. soaked by it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So yeah, you're right. Spider Man Far From Home. Um, and then Phase Four. Yep. Because people are wondering, like, well, now what? It took a dozen years to get us where we are. Well, they're supposed to announce. Some phase four stuff soon. I mean, uh, as Guardians of the Galaxy, because James Gunn came back for Guardians three. Yep. Are they gonna? And and now it, it's post End Game, so of course they're gonna be looking for Gamora. Mm-hmm. Thor is gonna be in it. You know Adam what I mean? Warlock, I'm guessing they hinted um, at that. I would love to see a conversation between Korg and Groot. That would be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, mate. <laughs> Hi, tree. Um, <laughs> um, I think we have Black Panther two, yeah. Doctor Strange two, Doctor Strange two, and all of this is post Endgame. Yeah, so it would have to clean that up, so to speak, and then go into the next phase. Like, who's going to be the next big bad guy? A lot of people are saying it's Galactus. Good. Um, and I think going from Thanos, you would have to go that big. And now, like we were saying just now, Disney owns fucking Fox, so they got all the rights to. Uh, Fantastic Four and all that good stuff, but I, I think they might do Doctor Doom first as more yeah. of a like an Earth-based villain, and then on the broader scale, that you know, Silver Surfer, Galactus, and all that. Um, yeah. they could totally institute X Men. I know Hugh Jackman said he, oh, oh, mate, I played Wolverine for seventeen years, mate. I can't do it. Back up a dump truck full of fucking money to yeah. Hugh Jackman's house. Say no, then Hugh. What the fuck have you really been doing with your life? That's right. so great. Okay, the prestige was good, but not because of you. Okay, it was because of Sir Michael Caine. That's right. Yep, Michael Caine. Um, Michael Caine. If, if you say it with an accent, it sounds like you're saying my cocaine. I said it in my head. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong, sir. <laughs> um, Australia, you and Nicole Kidman—they got two Australians to play Australians. How the fuck hard was that for you to do, Hugh? Born with a porn star name, never used it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> It's too hard on my body, mate. Nobody told you to take your fucking shirt off in every movie. Asshole. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah, you back up a dump truck of U.S. dollars to mm-hmm. Hubert Vivian Jackman's house. That could be his middle name. I don't know. Back that shit up to his house. No one knows. Open the tailgate of this dump truck full of money and his Disney contract falls out. You're going to say no? Come He's on. He's going to say, okay. All right, mate. He's going to say, Roy! <laughs> Crikey! Too soon, man. Too soon. Oh, man. Um, But, yeah, that's... Christ. 
Look, we, we, we covered all of this in less time than Avengers Endgame's runtime was. Or like Luis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, um, today was a full work day for me, full work day for you, so I can't speak as fast as Luis. True, same. I'm, yeah, um, I'm pretty brain dead right now. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I would love to see a round table with Luis, Korg, and Rocket. <gasps> <laughs> Fun. That would be incredible. Uh, Dan, thanks for hanging out with me, man. Anytime, man. Thanks. I'm thanks glad we man. finally got this done. Me too. I'm sorry for keeping changing the schedule. Son of a bitch, Dan. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm glad we finally got it done because uh, like, I brag about my friends. I talk about us all the time and uh, all the all the love and care and work that goes into doing this. Like this this podcast, it's it's a, like a passion thing for me. It's, it's not a yeah. work thing. Um, and y'all hang out with me. And we hang out every day anyway. So... And y'all hang out with me, and you co-sign my bullshit, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Dill hole shirt I'm wearing. That's right. That's Dan's. On sale now. 35% off, boys. Let's go. Tpublic.com. Search Fourth Room Brewing and Dammit Rooster. Let's go. Um, but thanks again for hanging out. Uh, totally, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me I on. like to think that it'll be me, you, Sean, Brian, and Ajax, and maybe Jared. For a full-on '80s wrestling podcast, yeah, that you're hearing it here on this episode, episode of the Rated R for Rooster podcast, we got to put it together because it's a lot of heads to get together. Um, awesome. And I'd like to keep it strictly '80s and maybe '90s up to Attitude Era WWE wrestling podcast. I'm in. You're calling. I'm calling it from now. It's it's gonna happen, right. cool. uh, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, I appreciate it. All the ramblings. Um, you know what? I'm going to do this right now. Uh, Kelly, listen to me. If you're watching the video, Kelly, look at me. The answer is 42. <laughs> Anyone listening right now has no idea what's going on. But we know. Dan and I know. Kelly, the answer is 42. Dan, you're going to want to write that down. I got it. Include it on the spreadsheet. <clears throat> guys thanks for listening um i am doing another episode in two days uh with my buddy matt he's a veteran he's a good dude uh straight straight talker straight shooter just like me um we become fast friends he's a youtuber a youtuberologist and uh we're gonna talk all things like dad stuff hopefully we don't get into dogging like i did with steve two days ago that was weird we went from dad stuff to dogging it was weird uh thanks for listening everybody i will see you all on the internet